I believe, a cabal of secret societies has controlled the world for 200 plus years, and we get to be alive at a time to see it fall. I believe in the power of one person working as a team with other Christian patriots can have massive impact in reversing this ungodly culture. I believe that we have an omniscient, omnipresent, and omnipotent God that has put his hand on this moment in time to deny the timeline of the enemy and is about to heal our land. This is Rick, your host, and I believe that God has called me to empower Christian patriots with truth. Join us now for the Blessed Teach Show, and let's see what God is doing today. Here we are on Monday, April 24th, 2023, and boy, do we have a heavy news day today with Tucker Carlson leaving Fox News after Bangino just did, uh, Don Lemon being fired from CNN, so the media shakeups continuing that I talked about last Thursday. Uh, huge things happening where I believe Fox is killing itself. We'll talk a little bit about that. I also go over a workshop, the second video, uh, the first video I did on the workshop of impacting friends and family with truth that uh, was on thursday i'll do this uh, later in the show tonight on video two of that we'll get into a, a julie green prophetic word as well and then get into praise and prayer we get a brand new video by the way we'll be debuting tonight um, on worthy of it all a beautiful music video there um, with that i'm just going to move over to get a quick economic update first i wanted to kind of go over a few quick things that i saw here so we'll get back to tucker carlson and and uh dan Bagino's reaction to that and other things but bed bath and beyond files for bankruptcy protection after losing after a long struggle obviously they got killed with us all buying from my pillow so <laughs> the bud light boycott appears to be working as well uh, that's it's declined hugely their sales and so that's hitting Whole Foods announces layoffs of corporate employees restructuring and, and there's this I don't, I don't have time to go over this but this is a whole list of all the layoffs of all the tech companies including Google and Alphabet right the parent company Alphabet it's just the list goes on and on you see lifted meta and Redfin and Apple and it just goes on it goes it goes through a chronological view of all the layoffs that are happening in the tech industry so it's pretty crazy that's why I want to get an update from the double doctor uh, Kirk Elliott Kirk how are you doing today I'm doing great Rick how are you yeah awesome awesome so what's going on out there in the world this last couple of weeks oh my word so much so so we've been talking a lot about central bank digital currencies making their run um, and to do that, you, they're demonizing cash, right? You can't have a private-based paper currency in coexistence with their digital currency. So just over the first three months of this year, January, February, and March, 
$521 billion of paper has left the banking system. That's the largest drawdown of cash, um, well, in, in more than a decade, right? So this is gigantic amount of deposits that are being withdrawn. And, and the big four U.S. banks are bleeding cash right now, literally bleeding cash. Mm. Retail is catching on to the banking crisis, and they're starting to withdraw cash in large numbers, hence Bed Bath & Beyond going bankrupt, right? They're pulling it out, or they just don't have it. Mm. So this is, to me, as you kind of connect some of these dots, is the early stage of a bank run. Mm. You know, secondly, you know, dealing with banks is you've got U.S. bank lending slumps to the most unrecord ever right in the first final weeks of march so here's the problem commercial banks got sandwiched between two problems number one is on one side depositors are taking money at a record rate on the other side and at the same time interest rates are rising so people and businesses are not taking out loans because they can't afford the interest rate see banks are being extra careful in loaning money because of high business failures and mortgage defaults so this is the catch 22 right there their banks are starving for liquidity and if they don't give out loans they don't make money mm -hmm. so so in the game of musical chairs you don't want to be the last one standing you know when the music runs out <laughs> so this is basically what's happening though so so you've got this going on with the banks you've got an other ugly ominous sign of of what central banks might look like central bank digital currency as the um as basically the the world bank now now starts to issue its version of central bank digital currency the unicoin so this is the bank of all banks right this might be the global currency the unicoin now there's been consolidation in a lot of the banks right the small banks are being gobbled up by medium banks medium banks are being gobbled up by the big boys because it's hard to corral all these sheep right when there's thousands of banks and you're wanting to pulling them into a system but it's pretty easy if there's consolidation and there's only six or seven really big banks right okay mm -hmm. they're all in cahoots with each other anyways same thing for a global bank that this una unicorn thing that's coming from the world bank so so here's where if you have a FedNow app in North America, you're gonna have something like that in Europe. You could have one for the Asian countries. It's gonna be easy to corral just a few big centralized crypto central bank digital currencies, right? So, so this consolidation is concerning, but, but how is it gonna look? How does it actually play itself out? Well, Nigeria is actually showing, showing the world um you know six months ago 0.5 percent adoption rate to their central bank digital currency their digital wallets mm. now it's 60 percent wow how did they do it so nigerians need about 40 dollars a week to live on so they limited withdrawals to 40 dollars a month a month they were starving out wow. their own population to, they couldn't get food mm. because they couldn't get enough money out but here, if if you actually joined the system, their central bank digital currency, you wouldn't be limited on cash withdrawals. So you could actually afford to eat. See, this that's evil, right? Yeah, that's you're no starving kidding. out your population to compliance and adherence. So I could see the same thing happening here. I could see the same thing happening anywhere because it's an evil system, mm -hmm. right? So so this is how I would envision it playing out. And if you 
you know, like all of us watching this tonight, it's like, okay, as, as a kid, as an adult, you know, reading through the Bible, it's like, how in the world could Revelation 13, 17 come true? How could there be a mark of the beast that the Antichrist comes in and people actually want this garbage? How is the Antichrist even a popular person, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, what? Well, of course, you can get almost full compliance if you starve out a population. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah. You either have to take it or you don't. If you're a government employee and you want your pension plan, you want your social security, you want your Medicare, your Medicaid, whatever, if you want it, you've got to play with the government official money, which is central bank digital currency, force compliance, right? So this is this is all what's happening. But now, as part of all of this, whether your ability to buy or sell is going to be based on your digital social profile, mm -hmm. right? So if they don't like you, they're gonna cut you off from buying or selling. This is where even just this morning, literally this morning, I read an article, what the Biden administration is is wanting to do with mortgages is, is this whole social credit score part of your digital social profile, and it's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. I mean, truly, one of the dumbest laws that I've seen anybody ever propose. So, so we all work really hard to to increase our credit score and to make our payments and we slave away you know and just trying to do the right thing and because the bigger your higher your credit score the lower your mortgage payment's going to be right. well this morning that the biden administration is proposing the opposite okay yeah, exactly I mean, it can't make this garbage up yeah. right so if you have a good credit score of like over 700 which would be considered a good credit score your payment's going to go, your mortgage payment is going to go up $60 a month. Why? To actually subsidize and pay for people with bad credit scores. <laughs> right. So, so the article that I, that I read uh, from news in Newsweek actually really politicized this to the max. And it was so egregiously ugly. They made it into a, a racial thing. Mm -hmm. So they said, you know what? Whites have a, a credit score of 727 on average. Um, Hispanics about 670 or 640 and the black population about 620. It's like, I don't care what skin color is. I don't care what religion or politics people are. Either you have good credit or you have bad credit. Right. right? Either you've made your payments throughout your life or you haven't. Right. But they made it in this big, huge, overarching racial thing. So if if people that have good credit scars, scores, which according to this article, are predominantly white people it's like okay well if you don't pay your extra 60 dollars a month you don't care about the rest of the world that could be a hate crime right you wouldn't like your social credit score i mean i'm just playing out how this could possibly look but what they're saying is i to me we're all god's creation i don't care about anything other than do people follow jesus or do they not right it's like do are, are they so but yet this article just politicized it and said hey the people with good credit scores which are white people you know they're gonna have to pay extra to fund all these other people who shouldn't get loans this is 2009 right 2009 was the subprime lending crisis it, it was exacerbated by people got loans that shouldn't have gotten loans right they exactly. defaulted on and, and this is how banks failed. This is how AIG basically went under because they had too much investment into these subprime mortgage loans, right? Mm -hmm. So so here's where they're doing this all over again. They're saying, hey, we're gonna we're gonna actually give loans to people. And Larry Kudlow, you know, basically said it later in this this article that 
you can't just give people a one-time gift because they'll squander it. They don't know what it means. You have to give them an ongoing gift to make it worthwhile. This is why the $60 a month thing from people with good credit can help subsidize people with bad, but they're still gonna ultimately default on their loans. This is 2009 all over again, right. but they've, they've done it differently this time. They've made it a, a race issue, which yeah. is evil. Yeah. Just evil thing to do, right? Yeah. So so you've got this stuff happening, right? Here's the thing, Rick. Of course, it's going to be evil. We're living in, in, a, in an economy that man has established where they're dividing rather than uniting. Of course, it's going to be, there would be nothing else that I would expect. Babylonian right? system. So it's a Babylonian system, right? Mm -hmm. So therefore, what do we do? We operate in the opposite. We operate out of love. <laughs> and out of wisdom and discernment and courage and sound mind. And this is where when we see stuff like this happening, it's like, oh my word, the world is falling apart. But yet focus on the solution rather than on the storm. Always focus on the solution rather than on the storm. And how do you do that? By looking at what's growing, look at what's thriving and have that abundance mindset to be in the right place at the right time, the majority of the time, and you can thrive even in a world where you've got these crazy policies that are going to destroy things. You've got countries that are starving out their population mm -hmm. for compliance into their own system. And this is the world that we're living in. It's like, this isn't, this isn't the, got the biblically based system of freedom that God established for all of us. It's not, but therefore we can have that though. We can look at what's growing and what's thriving and allocate into it. And you know what? Our finances don't need to erode with everything else around us. Yeah. And that, that's one of the reason why I like the, of the liquidity of silver, right? Is, if, is you can have a on hand, which you can be used for physical money. And also stuff that you've uh, put from 401ks, et cetera, to other things can actually, uh, you can actually sell it and get your money within three or four days, right? Unlike a heavy investment in like real estate or something where you have to go through a, a maybe a, a two month process to sell the real estate, right? If you need the liquidity. Right. So liquidity is right. really important, I believe at this point in time. And, and uh, one of the reasons why um, I've done three transactions with Kirk. Um, and so, so what, why, why do people look at uh, silver and gold versus uh, stocks and bonds and uh, real estate right now? Well, silver and gold as a tangible asset, it's a real thing, mm -hmm. right? It, it's it's real. And just this morning, I read another article where, where the number of central banks um, that are actually backing up their currency with gold is a massive number that we haven't seen in over 50 years. Right. Right. The, the, so, so actually more than 50 years, it's about almost 75 years. So central bank gold buying is at its highest rate since the 1950s. Mm -hmm. So why, right? Because they know that their system is broken. They know that their, their fiat money system is broken and they want something that's real. They want something that's tangible, not necessarily because they want it, but they know it's a good investment and this is what the people are gonna want, which is why they're backing their currency by it with it. So, so people will invest into their currency. See, if central banks who actually created the system that they're trying to fix love gold, we should do the same thing in the sense of tangible assets like gold or silver. You know, silver is a, a, a obviously a lower cost option, but it's outperforming gold by a factor of two to one since Biden occupied the White House. 
you know, it's up 65%, gold's up 35%. That's almost doubling the rate of growth. So here's where, again, with wisdom, knowledge, understanding, we can allocate into that strength, Rick, and move forward. While central banks are buying gold to hedge themselves, we need to do the same, mm-hmm. right? Because they're not going to do something with that actually absolutely kills their investments. They're bankers. They want to grow and, you know, take it from everybody else, right? But still, it's it's they want to grow. So when we see what they're doing, we can do the same thing and just counteract that. Though they're doing it from greed, we're doing it not out of greed or fear, but out of an abundance mindset, knowing that God always gives us a way to thrive and to succeed and get through this uh, with a smile on our face. And, and we can actually then give more, right? We're created to be givers. And this is where this is where this whole this whole operation that we're talking about of a of creating a dependent class, creating a welfare system, keeps those in poverty that are on that system because of the way that it's established. I'm not talking about not giving to people. We should all give to people, but we shouldn't create a lifestyle out of it, right? Which is what the government wants, which is why they're trying to subsidize these loans. It's, that's not a system of giving. All That's right. a system of taking. It's taking people's freedom to make them completely dependent on you for their future. No, we yeah. don't want that. We want people yeah. completely dependent on Jesus, right? Because in that, there's true freedom. But that's not the system that we're operating under. Yeah. And so, and I know a lot of people have questions, right? Uh, but it, it's really more effective to get those questions answered. Uh, that's specific to your circumstance. That's why Kurt offers a free consultation. That's why we've been talking about this for quite some time, guys. If you haven't done that yet, just take advantage of it. I give Kirk a call. Tell him Rick B2T sent you. If you if you go to the link down below in the video, there's a there's a little link that you can go to. It's 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 kirkelliotphd.com/b2t. That link's down below. But it's probably easier just to give him a call. Um, make sure you, he'll prioritize you, prioritize because he like he likes us, the Rick. <laughs> so, uh, um, Kirk, what's that phone number again? Seven two zero six zero five thirty nine hundred. Seven two zero six zero five thirty nine hundred. Yeah, just say that Rick sent you, and we'll get you squared away really quickly. I mean, our goal is to bring peace into the midst of this storm and strategically put together a strategy moving forward that will allow you to thrive in these times, rather than not just survive or not sink, but really thrive. Yeah, and so I would just really warn people, make sure you're looking and talking and getting a specific advice for your circumstance, especially with 401ks and IRAs that are heavily in stock uh, or even bonds now uh, are, are very dangerous areas to be in. So understand your options about what you can do. Even if you have a 401k for the company you're working for, you can still move things around, right? You might not be able to do a transaction yeah. with Kurt, but you can still get advice from him. So um, so give him a call. Make sure that also cash on hand, cash in a, a bunch of cash in the bank is not a smart strategy either right now. So think through your strategy. Work with Kirk on that. Again, uh, kirkelliotphd.com slash B2T. But really appreciate you. If you have specific questions, make sure you get them answered based upon your situation, right? So uh, thank you, Kurt. Really appreciate you. Awesome. You bet. We'll see ya. All right. God bless. All right. We have Kurt come on every single week because we uh, want to, it's moving fast. All the stuff that's happening, right? With all this uh, economy crashing and all these, uh, all, all these people doing massive layoffs. Look at this in February. It, Twitter 
Postbook, Green Labs, Chipper Cash, Evernote, uh, Jumea, Convoys, all of them are, are doing global, I mean, Workforce Reduction, Twilio, GitHub, Yahoo, Git, that was one month, okay? <laughs> and then you go back to January, there was a lot more. But uh, now we also see, we, 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 but the biggest one that I thought was awesome for us is Alphabet, they call it themselves now, right? Alphabet. But here's a, and this is a, Alphabet's Waymo issued a second round of layoffs. So that's a related company to them. But uh, the, act, the actual Alphabet company, which is Google's parent company, right? Announced 12,000 employees and they're starting to make major cuts right now. Meanwhile, they're paying their, um, CEO billions of dollars, uh, et cetera. It's just crazy when you when you start looking or hundreds of millions of dollars. But anyway, that is Kirk Elliott, PhD.com. Go, you'll see this form you can fill out, or you can just call 720-605-3900. That's 720-605-3900. Wanted to get into uh, this Tucker Carlson um, deal. This is big, guys, because you take the most popular guest that's getting the most views by far. Um, this is this is. Um, what if, if I if I was looking listening to the Badlands media, which is a lot of the a lot of the anons moved over and, and opened up a, that that together, right? And um, it was interesting that in, when I think it was Bernie Bright said, "This is just one criminal organization when it comes to the Dominion lawsuit, right? Just transferring to another criminal organization." If you really understand Fox News and what they did on the election desk that night, and how they won't talk about election fraud, and how they are won't talk about uh, much about the jab at all. They are a criminal organization at the top, right? Doesn't mean that everybody working for them is, but um, one, they're, they're, they, they now, not only did they pay, specifically settle and pay all that money, which again is just two criminal organizations to, to basically try to silence any media organization that's trying to tell the truth about election fraud, right? And now you see Bongino leaving and Tucker Carlson. Those are the only two people that I really liked over there besides Jesse Waters, right? And so you're seeing um, them, what I would really destroy themselves. Fox News is destroying itself, right? On purpose, because they want to destroy the United States. The elites do, right? They are bowing down to the elites with this whole strategy of the Dominion Deal, and then also getting rid of people that are making big impact. Dan Bugino is making a big impact. So is Tucker Carlson, right? The statement reads, Mr. Carlson's last program was Friday, April 21st. So after the fact, you know, he's gone. Fox News Tonight will air at 8 p.m. starting this evening in the interim show held by rotating Fox News personalities until a new host is named. This is the number one uh, by far show. He was getting um, 4.5 million views sometimes for each episode. Right, uh, if you do look at that. So, and again, this is this is where people are cutting the cord right and left. So, this is a dying organ, a dying organization, if you will. Um, these, but you can see that this is a huge deal. Now, we have a here. Here's uh, Steve Bannon talking a little bit about this. Uh, but I thought I thought the best, uh, uh, I guess, raw discussion of this is when it came live on the show for um, for Dan Bugino. So here he is. And at right around 39 minutes or so, he, uh, there's his surprise look. <laughs> he learns about Tucker Carlson. So let's listen a little bit, bit about Dan talking about this. I, I'm reading it right here that that's just broke. I mean, it's the benefit of a live show. I'm like stunned. I'm stunned. I don't even know what to say right now. I'm like, I don't even know how I'm going to get back to that segment. Um, 
Fox News and Tucker Carlson have agreed to part ways. We thank him for his service. His last program was Friday, April 21st. Is this... What? Wow. I mean, I got six texts here from people. Holy Moses. I didn't even get the comment. Is this Fugazi? Fugazi's got a huge pass. Fugazi's like, bring in the reliever. Um, you don't hear you know, Dan Bagino speechless very often, do you? <laughs> I want to run this for a little bit longer because it's just really interesting. I don't even know what to say. Um, that is just shocking news. And so you all understand. Again, I have no inside knowledge of what was happening there at all. I, I, hate, I don't even care to speculate about what happened. But um, I suspect Tucker Carlson will be getting a lot of offers from a lot of people. Uh, a lot. Probably a good time to invoke the uh, Bongino rule. Yeah, you know? Yes, Joe, yeah. thank you for rescuing me. I'm sorry I wasted yeah, a minute. Man. Yeah, that, that is basically he doesn't reply. To, gives it 24 hours, right, before he sees all the everybody flying around and different information come out. Time, I, I'm honestly, folks, I'm really just stunned by the news. Tucker ah. Carlson out of Fox News, the Bongino rule. Uh, that let's wait. Uh, let's rather than speculate over stuff yeah. we don't know. All right. Uh, let me get to my next sponsor, and then I'm going to get back to the show because I got a. I was just actually going to talk about lawfare and uh, this this settlement. Like, oh my gosh, this is so crazy! And I got the Biden who can't even spell. Folks, Omaha Steaks. So he goes into another deal here, but then afterwards he talks about just the number of viewers they have, et cetera. So really interesting to actually see uh, how how uh, how uh, he reacted to that and how shocking it was for him. And I also wanted to show you, here is a Julie Green prophetic word about Fox News. And this was back, uh, uh, I think, 225 or so, right? It was two, yeah, yeah. So it was basically February 25th, 2022. But this is a prophetic word she got from the Lord. It says, Fox News, a major scandal is about to break out all over concerning you. A news anchor will be caught in a scandal along with others in your network. Brace for Impact Fox. I'm clean house and not many will be left standing. Only those who spoke the truth and didn't bow to your every command. So me, this is me getting the good guys out. So the Lord is getting uh, Tucker and uh, Bagino and I imagine uh, Waters would come out as well, I would guess. Because uh, those are the guys telling the truth, right? And uh, then, then Fox News is going to take really big hits, I believe. And so, again, this is, this is the time to cut your cord, in my opinion. Um, I really highly recommend that. I did that, and uh, I just have a blast. I just downloaded Rumble on my Roku and my Apple TV, and I can play my subscriptions, and I, ha I don't miss Fox News whatsoever, right? I can sit there and play the Badlands Media. I can play uh, The War Room. I can play, um, you know, all the awesome people that are doing shows similar to this that are that are citizen journalists telling you the truth versus a bunch of propaganda and having big pharma commercials in between them. Look at this, Don Lamont terminated by CNN as well. And so I was informed this morning by my agent that I have been terminated by CNN and he's all mad and butthurt because uh, they didn't even talk to him face to face, right? Just through, just through his agent. Um, but this, is, this guy cringed me. If there's one person that is the epitome of propaganda, um, virtual signaling, always hiding behind his skin color, 
always making it about identity politics and spewing propaganda of the elites and protecting the pedophiles. It was Don Lamont. Thank, thank, thank goodness we have, he's out, right? NBC Universal CEO ousted after having inappropriate relationships with a coworker. Tell you what, the shaking in the news media is awesome. This is why I started this five plus years ago, is to take on the line propaganda, the pedophile protectors, right? The actual elite propaganda arm um, is, is the key to, to, to waking up enough people so we could actually do what needs to be done to, 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 to rescue our country. So it's going to be quite exciting as we dig into that. Hey, I'm going to go into a different mode right now. Uh, if you missed Thursday, uh, go back and we, we actually did the first of four, four sessions that I'm going to do on a free workshop basically on how to impact become an impactor that's why i just put that up behind me right become an impactor with your friends and family um, and the way you need to do that is completely different than what some people think and so i'm gonna i'm gonna flip over to the full camera view i usually don't do this I've, i'm usually the little guy up in the corner right <laughs> so but let me let me talk to you just a little bit about some things that i think are are critical here in this next part about impacting your friends and family with truth. So again, um, we, I, I welcome you to the part two of this teaching series of, of this. And today I'm going to share with you the secret of being able to influence others when it comes to waking them up to the truth of this world or sharing the truth about God. And more importantly, this will help you restore strained relationships. And uh, I'm going to do one other, one other thing here too, because I'm going to, okay, good. Oh yeah, you guys, you guys are seeing so on my screen, I'm going to show some other things in a second, but it's going to help you restore strained relationships. That's a, that's my biggest passion um, as well and help quickly build new relationships with others you may have just met. So if you're a awake Christian wanting to wake up others, but you aren't sure how to really establish trust with the person or you're a parent looking to be more effective in helping your children know God, you'll discover how the most effective influencers like you and me can quickly bond with different types of people and why it's critical you focus on this right now. In, in part one of the series, we talked about how the system breaks people free from feeling disrespected or lonely or helpless and how it specifically helped me bond and restore relationships with my brother wake him up to the Mockingbird media and how I got many Uber and Lyft drivers searching for the truth when meeting them for the first time. I said how this is going to immediately help you share truth with others. So if you haven't seen the teaching, you may want to go back to uh, watch that. That was on Thursday's show, Blessed Teach Show, about 10 to 12 minutes into the video. Now today I'm going to build on what we discussed by sharing the number one thing you must master if you want to impact your friends and family. And again, if you want to really hit them with truth, and we're talking about not only the truth about the world, but also the truth about the Lord God Almighty and Jesus. And so I think this is your first step towards making this happen. This is an entirely new way of thinking about how to start to influence the, the influence process so you can share our, our faith and uh, really wake up the masses so you'll want to pay close attention. I also am going to share how to understand how to truly bond with different types of people. When you know how to do this, 
you'll know exactly how to adjust your approach to sharing truth with various types of people, right? The goal is to break you free of being disrespected and the unheard uh, and, and, re and really um, unheard uh, by the people that have this spiritual fog around them and control the world that uh, has over them. This way, you'll never have to worry about how quickly, how to quickly bond with others, which means you'll be able to adjust your approach and plant seeds to impact others about the truth of this world and the truth of God. We've got a lot to cover today, so be sure to get your pen and paper ready to take notes and follow along. Now, anytime you're trying to inform others about truth, it's inevitable you'll hit roadblocks. <laughs> you might probably experienced some of them already. Things like uh, people disrespecting anything you want to dis discuss as a conspiracy theory or spiritual fog that keeps people from even wanting to talk about God. So most of us never end up being able to share real truth with those that really need the information. Well, here's what I know to be true. If any of this sounds familiar, it's totally normal. But if you simply accept this at face value, you'll never be able to greatly impact others and be able to share effectively what you need to share about the truth of our world or the truth about knowing God. And I know where you're coming from. I get it. That feels like some of this is out of your hands, right? It's frustrating to come up against these things again and again. I've been there myself and I've seen other people that love the Lord and love their country go through the same thing. And it's especially special because you know that getting past these challenges are key to helping you share what you want to share with your friends, your children, maybe even your grandchildren, those of you who have them, and others without being disrespected or feeling alone. So in this training, I'm going to make it easy for you. I'll help you avoid these usual headaches by showing you the simple steps I follow to quickly determine others' personality types, which have you in lots of frustration. And it'll save you lots of time. Now, however, before we go any further, it's important to bring your attention to something that often gets overlooked when you begin to see this on a practical level. And ignoring this virtually guarantees you'll have a tough time trying to bond with others to make impact. It's easy to think people will eventually listen to you if you just keep speaking the truth to them. This is a dangerous assumption to make, and I don't want you to fall into this trap. <laughs> Um, but at some point, most of us believe this is true, myself included, right? And this assumption is why so many people that love the Lord and love their country are struggling. Coming up, I'll reveal the truth behind the old belief that people will eventually listen to you if you just keep on speaking the truth. And more importantly, I'll share with you what you need to do instead. So let's get into that. I'm going to flip over to this PDF I have, which by the way, you're gonna be able to get for free, the PDF I'm gonna share with you now. It's uh, just go to blessedteach.com slash bond, because it's all about bonding, B-O-N-D, blessedteach.com slash bond. If you just go to that, you'll be able to download this free PDF that I'm gonna display here. I'm gonna blow this up full, so you can really see it on the mobile phones as well. I'm gonna talk about bonding and personality types. So let's dig into this. So bonding. And one of the most important things is to understand it is nearly impossible to influence someone you have no bond with, right? Makes sense? In fact, if you look as way back in 350 BC, Aristotle taught that before you can influence a person, you need to have what he called this ethos, this bond, which is two pieces. One is character and likability, and the other is credibility and authority. In order to influence people, you have to have both of these. This thinking, the people that like you, makes sense, right? And people need to think that you are credible. 
So those two things you need to have. Now, those of you who have taken some courses before, this is greatly updated and greatly expanded and changed. We have tons of new modules, etc., in this. So, so uh, stay with me, even if you've taken the STWI course or the cultural impact system. But one thing you need to understand as well, obviously, if I'm trying to influence somebody, it's important to love them. The Bible really talks about this a lot. Philippians 2 and 3, do nothing out of selfish ambition or vacancy. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves. Love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. That's 1 Corinthians 13. It's very important that as we are trying to share with somebody that we go at, at with an attitude of loving them. And that helps so much when they feel that, if they feel that you really care about them, right? That's why I break these out, these different things down in different steps that you can remember really easy. The first thing you need to do is get your heart right as you engage others. Just love them, right? And uh, maybe a simple prayer like, Father, help me not be selfish as I engage with this person. Allow me to be humble, patient, and kind, and allow me to create a deeper bond with them. In Jesus' name, amen. Something simple like that. And then you got to do the two things that Aristotle talked about. you got to establish likability or character, right? And the best way to do that is by listening, right? Get people to talk about themselves. It works out. It works really well. And um, if you look at this, to establish this quickly, we need to listen and show interest in the other person versus talking about yourself. Listen carefully and giving a few true compliments about what you've heard. And they got to be honest. It's not flattery. And that's how it's very easy to get likability by getting people to talk about themselves and listening and being interested and loving them, right? Step, step, the, step, the second part of that is, in step three in these steps, is establish your credible and authority. And it's, uh, again, once you're talking to a person, you want them to talk first. You want to learn about them. This is what I did with my Uber and Lyft drivers, by the way, guys. Within 10 or 15 minutes, I've just, I, I just established likability because I was listening and asking about them. And then I established credibility by just talking about my passion and what I'm studying, right? And I was able to get into different topics and plant seeds. Worked extremely well. In fact, over 90% of all the Uber drivers and Lyft drivers gave me their personal phone number to text them more information about the topics I talked to them about. It worked extremely well. But I, I would, it would be worthless if I didn't have likability and credibility going into it, right? So talking about your job or your passion or your what you study that would make you credible to stay away from things you might scare them off, right? It's pretty easy for me. I talk about my, my, uh, my podcast, right, and, and uh, how much I study this and how I report on the news every day from a different perspective. And, uh, but you can do the same thing by talking about credible stuff that you do and understand. You can plant those seeds so you have some credibility, have some of this. And so if I encourage people to really get this Download this, blessedteach.com, download this PDF. It's an 11-page PDF. We're going to go over a lot more. This next part's the most critical part, right? Because once you've started this bonding process, you can even bond even better, especially with family or people you've broken off relationships with. By how? By understanding their personality type and adjusting your approach. And it becomes a cyclical thing of likability and credibility and then understanding their personality type and bonding. It works extremely well. So here is uh, 
here I am doing all this body content, but this this body uh, <laughs> language behind the scenes, and realize that you guys are looking at <laughs> you guys are looking at the you're not looking at me. But anyway, this is the impact of her truth, personality, and social styles. This has been updated as well. If you look at Myers Briggs, uh, sixteen personality types. I can't even remember what I was. I've taken this three times, I think, in my career with Accenture and other areas, right? But I still can't remember my four letters, right? Um, and maybe it's just me, but I wanted to get something much simpler, right? So I'm talking about four types that will really allow you to to alter things slightly and still be accurate enough for you to do to do this very quickly. I want you to be able to quickly understand this. So this is this is just the four personality styles that's really easy to quickly understand what you are and what other people are, right? Here's the first facts or emotion first. So there's basically an X, Y axis, right? So the first, some people really want a lot of facts. Others people, nah, they just want to contact about they're more people oriented, more emotional oriented, right? There's others of people that are like me that talk fast. They think that fast. They're talking fast. They're moving fast, right? And, and others are more contemplative. They they, they, they don't make decisions until they've really thought through it. They, they're slower in their talking, right? They maybe move a little slower. And uh, those of you who know, know me and Gus, you can probably see kind of two different things, right? Gus is really thinking when we're teaching and awesome and he's speaking in a contrived way and I'm sitting there, I'm blah, 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 and, I'm, and I'm going 100 miles an hour, right? And so uh, it's just different type of people. It's not bad or good, it's the type of people you are. Right, and so it's and so what what they've done is they've uh, we we've we've changed the character out here uh, as a part of our update, but we look about what what's the characteristics of somebody who who actually thinks really fast and is emotional based. They're, they they want to have fun. They're the dolphins. They're the life of the party, right? So that would be a dolphin. I'm sure you have some dolphins in your life. They're always the fun people be around. Everybody wants them at the party. They everybody wants to listen to their stories, right? Those are the dolphins, right? And then you have people that talk fast and think fast and move fast, but they're more they're more results on it. I want to win. I want to get results, right? That's a shark um, personality type. And if you and if somebody really likes a lot of facts, but they they're more contemplative, they think through things, right? That would be more of a starfish. They're not going to be moving real fast. They're not going to make decisions until they've got a lot of information because they're they 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 don't want to jump the gun, right? They let they like information and facts. And then down here, your emotional people that love emotion, they're not real worried about the facts, but they and again they think and contemplate. They love to. They love to help people. These are the whales. They just love to help people. So all of these, nothing's good or bad. It's just what do you have more of? And everybody probably has a little bit of all of these, right, at certain times. But the, the thing is, what's your primary? So you can use logic. Uh, now, when we go into an, an online course uh, and you want to go deeper on this, we're going to do an assessment and you'll be able to really nail what your primary and secondary is. But you can kind of just use your logic to figure this out. And so clearly, um, Rick B2T, I'm, I'm a shark, right? If you hear me talk all the time, I'm, I'm showing you facts and facts and facts every single, I have links, I have show notes, right? And, 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 and people say, hey, could you slow down a little bit? What did you just say? Right, so that, that puts me over here in this category. Now my secondary is an urchin, because facts, 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 I research things, I research things, but I'm definitely a primarily a shark and then an urchin. Um, and so, and, I, and if you look at the whole spiritual gift test thing that, that we do in our classes as well, 
um, my mercy is probably at the uh, at the, what, the worst gift I have, right? So I'm not in, I'm not down here very well, right? So so I'm I'm furthest from a from a dolphin and a, and a, and a whale, but then so you kind of kind of think about what are you, what are you? So hey, in in the chat right now, tell me what you think you are, right? Tell me what you think you are based on just logic of thinking about hey, am I more of an emotional or facts person? Am I more of a contemplative person or more of a fast-thinking move move quickly? Do I want to have fun? <laughs> do I want winner results? Am I more craving facts or do I love to help people? Which of these four are you? Just so type type in the chat, and uh, I'm gonna wait a little bit to just kind of see start getting. The, I'm a whale, says Kelly. She loves to help people, right? So uh, and you can kind of see how easy this is for people to actually nail themselves and what they are. I'm gonna go ahead. It looks like my chat for uh, my backstagers is hidden. So I'm gonna go find that real quick. Go to my Zoom, see if I can, I'm gonna have to unhide it from here. Just one second. So I'm looking at uh, some other people saying, starfish, says Angeline. Whale, starfish, says Lisa. Um, here's, I'm just looking at backstage a little bit. I'm gonna pull this over here so everybody's not sharing. A whale, says Dave. Starfish, whale, says Di. Whale dolphin says Charlotte. <laughs> Tell me what you are. Come on, this is fun. You gotta, you gotta kind of participate here. So if you're live, go to the chat and say what are you? Treasures with a uh, Earth says starfish on Rumble. We got starfish and whale says John. Um, so you can see how. Uh, so, it's, so what's kind of cool about this is people are. Uh, hey, please, please, please uh, keep you muted backstage. I don't have uh, everything up right now to easily go change that. Um, so anyway. Uh, that is uh, the personality types. Now, what this allows you to do is really understand. Now, I'm going to go into a little more detail here. Like here, here's some strengths and weaknesses of a shark. So keep keep telling me what you are. And uh, his, the strengths of a shark are they're persuasive, strong-willed, decisive, mover. I'm not going to go over these. Crafty, positive, daring, bold, top producer, tenacious, right? This is what you think of when you have a shark. Now, they do have some weaknesses. We can be impatient sometimes argumentative, maybe a workaholic, maybe even domineering. These are some of the things that you can think about with a shark. Again, you have access to this. Just go, you can download this PDF. It's 11-page PDF at blessedteach.com slash bond, B-O-N-D. Okay? Here's a, the strengths of a whale. I'm sorry, a dolphin. A dolphin. They're popular. They're great promoters. They're cheerful. They're playful, funny, spontaneous, social, all these things, right? Some of the, some of the weaknesses. Um, um, so we still got something unmuted on backstage. Please try to, I, I forgot to make, make a, I'm going to make a, a co-host here. Forgot to do that. So that is day. So, so, so you are co-host, uh, if you want mind muting people, um, Gus. So again, fun stuff. Uh, so are you a dolphin? Do you know some dolphins? Right. Let me know, uh, down, down below. So we still have a unmuted person there, uh, Gus. So here we have, here's a starfish, strengths and potential weaknesses. So the strengths of a starfish is they're considerate, they're respectful, they plan before acting, they're loyal, skeptical, fact-based. These are the type of things that you'll find in a starfish, right? They do have some, some potential weaknesses. Um, they might be bashful, hard to please, etc. Right. I'm going to come back here and bring my participants back up to see what's going on back there. All right. And maybe it's just my my earphones are doing some funky things here. All right, so let's let's continue because there's a couple of cool things that are really important for this lesson, right? Is uh, 
the last one is a whale. They're strengths, they're patient, they're tolerant. Again, these are the people that love people, right? It's good listeners, they're well balanced, they love, love to help others, they're relaxed. Now they might be a little timid or indecisive. So these are the things that why when we form teams, um, that's what we do backstage, we'll form a lot of these teams. You'll see it's important to have a variety of personality types on your teams, right? That's one thing that's important. Oh, afraid I, I'm, don't look, I'm, I'm gonna ask you a question right now. Okay, now, th- I'm gonna think, give you four famous people. You can t- t- text me who you, what you think they are, right? So I'm gonna kinda go back to this one right here, right? So I'm gonna give you four famous people. So Greg Gutfield, Greg Gutfield, comedian on, on, on Fox News. Let me give you another one, Mike Lindell, Mike Lindell. So, so, and then, it, and, and so, so let's just do those two first. Greg Gutfeld and Mike Lindell, what do you think? Not a softfish, definitely, he says, but whale is a definite. And that, that was talking about, uh, so that's, that's probably you, Kelly, talking about yourself. But what about, what about, uh, let's just start, let's stick with one. Greg Gutfeld, what do you think, what do you think an average comedian would be, right? <laughs> uh, the average comedian's going to want to have fun, right? So they're, they're, most of them are dolphins, right? That's why I think think if you tried to look at um, Greg Gutfeld, you'd be there. Now, what about um, Mike Lindell versus a Trump versus, uh, let's say, a Ben Carson, right? Comedian dolphin says Kelly. That's right. I'm a whale says Surrey. Good. See, this is, the, this is a, what's beautiful about this is you can quickly identify what you are and your friends and family, most importantly, right? So now that now I've, I've given you a little bit of a challenge with Trump and Gutfield and some of these other personalities. Let's go look at what I, how, I, how I put them. You can, you can disagree with me. The whole point is to kind of, uh, kind of put them in the, uh, into a bucket, your friends and family, so that you can change your approach slightly. It'll be, it'll be life-changing, guys. When I'm talking to an Uber driver, if it's somebody that's joking with me, I need to joke back with them, right? To bond with them, right? You gotta kind of joke, joke with them. If, if my Uber driver's talking about how successful they are, I wanna ask about that and get them to talk about their results, right? So I think Trump is, wants, to get, wants to win and get results. Not many people can argue with that one, right? <laughs> He's a shark. He also speaks relatively fast. He's a, he's a facts-oriented type person, right? Um, Greg Gutfeld is obviously always joking about any topic. He can joke about any topic, right? So that's hopefully that gives you kind of a feel. And you talk about um, Mike Lindell. He has, has a foundation to help, help addicts. He wants you to sleep well. <laughs> he wants to help you, right? Uh, he wants to help the country from election fraud, right? Um, you have, then you have somebody like who, who's a brain surgeon, like Ben Carson, right? He craves information and facts. He does not go into surgery until he has a lot of information, and a lot of facts, but that gives you an idea as this is extremely helpful for me when I go in, right? So, uh, and that, that is, that is what's beautiful about this. When I go in to talk to an Uber driver, first time I've met them, right? Um, I can quickly identify what they are. Right, if they if if they're basically telling me a lot of information about the difference between Uber, one of my questions is what's the what's the difference between Uber and Lyft, right? Because they most of them do both, and they and if they start giving me all kinds of details, I know they're likely an urchin or a shark, right? If they're talking to, 
about their in-between endeavors to basically get wealthy doing big stuff. They're usually a shark, right? If they're, uh, if they're just want, I love my job because I get to talk to people. They're, they're a whale, right? <laughs> and so now I'm going to tell you about how we adjust our approach based upon that and on how you bond better. So that's a, the last part of what I wanted to show you here is once you've entered, so, so you can think through who's a person you can have a conversation with in the next, next week or two, right? And what are they, right? And so if you know kind of their primary, now all of them, a lot of people are different, right? So this is why we can do this. Trump is a shark, says uh, Anne, you're right. <laughs> and, uh, and that's why Angela is saying, they're a dolphin, the comedians, right? That's exactly right. And a brain surgeon's usually a kind of a starfish. Somebody that wants to help you sleep, wants to help help people that are addicts, help the country, usually is going to be are going to be a whale. So these are the beautiful things that you can quickly identify things with. And I have the steps here just to, to help you just, just make sure, hey, understand your personality type, right? So underline the personality types. These four we just reviewed, right? Step one. Step two, use the logic to determine your personality type, right? So that makes sense. Right, so you understand these four personality types. Pretty simple: shark, dolphin, starfish, and whale. Then you use the logic to determine what yours is. We just went through that. Tell me too. Text me what your. Those of you who haven't done it yet, just just chat real quickly what you think you are. I see Kevin saying a dolphin. I see Dave saying a whale. I see, uh, here's. Um, uh, but anyway, it's, got, it's, it's fun to go through. So I, I, usually could, I could take a lot more time and I don't have a lot of time, so we'll, we'll keep going. But then you practice categorizing your friends and family. So think of somebody you're going to have a conversation with and put them in one of those four categories. And then learn how to adjust your approach based on the personality type. And this is not rocket science, guys. It's something you can apply. It's so important to bond with them versus just throwing information at them. And it's so important to adjust your approach slightly, right? So here's the bonding. Ask, listen to their success stories, help them get results, right? That's what you want to do to a shark and you can bond better with them. And that is the key, especially with friends and family, especially people you've broken off a bond with, right? You can reestablish that bond by loving them, asking them, listening, and then get them to talk about their success stories. And there's other things here about uh, that we go deeper into the class on, on what truth topics would you talk to them? What about Bible topics? You might adjust that slightly and the keys to when you're adjusting your approach to a shark. Now, if I'm talking to a dolphin, I want to have fun with them and don't destroy the fun by being too serious. Like when they start, start saying a joke and everything and you sit there and go, yeah, do you know that there's children bondage underneath the tunnels? You know, you don't want to bring that up right away when he's joking and having fun, right? You want to bond with them. Um, you want to um, bond with them so that you can plant truth topics later. You want to bond with them so you can plant spiritual topics with them later. So again, a key to a dolphin is be concise and talk from emotional people fun perspective. Avoid overemphasizing facts. Again, for why, uh, that, that's an important part of this. Same, same with a, a starfish. Um, again, you want to you want to make sure that you are always talking from their interests. But now they like facts and evidence, and you don't push them to make quick decisions, right? So they want to they they're, they're contemplating things. They're going to contemplate things before they make big decisions. Focus on facts versus emotion, and spend the time to provide the details that they, that a starfish is going to want. 
There's other other topics we can get into at a later time as we go deeper into the into the course that we're going to be starting next week. But here's a here is a whale. Again, they love people, so spend time listening to their story in life and ask, listen to how they are helping people. Right? As an example, you focus on emotion and people versus too many facts. Again, and, and there's different truth topics and Bible topics you can get in. So that's the 11 pages, and obviously you can go into much more detail, dig into it on your own. That's why Linda's saying I'm a whale as well. So now um, what you what you what you're going to want to do is just go ahead and go to blessedteach.com, and I'm going to go back to my camera view here, and uh, blessedteach.com/bond, blessedteach.com/bond, because if you bond with all the relationships out there that you may be strained or they've been broken off or even if they're they're good but you want to make them stronger because you want them to come to you when everything hits the fan right when when they actually hit something and because oh my goodness if you don't have that bond there they're not going to come to you and that's my biggest dream is to is to make sure everybody understands and and uh really will 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 be able to make an impact to their friends and family and then be able to make impact to acquaintances and people you just meet now we saw a whole new way to think about how to bond with others. And you can use what you learned here today to immediately help you be more effective in helping your children know God and let others know about the truth of this world. Plus, you found out how to adjust your approach to different personality types to make better impact. It's been a jam-packed training, so make sure you review your notes and put this into action right away. It will also help to download the PDF at, again, blessedteach.com bond. Now, speaking of taking action, before we go today, leave me a comment right now in this video, if you wouldn't mind, even if you're listening to the recording right now. Um, tell me what life would look like from now once you've applied all this. Knowing how to be more effective in helping your children and others know God or being able to adjust your approach to plant seeds to impact others about the truth of this world versus, again, being lonely, disrespected, what does it look like to you to be able to reverse all that and just be a great impactor to almost everyone in your life? Get clear about the impact it will have on your life, the lives of your family, those around you. And let me know in the comments below. And if you found this video useful, please share it on the platform you're on right now. Or maybe simply take the link and share it with a friend. Again, uh, go to bloodsteach.com bond to get the free PDF. Now, in the next training, I'm going to show you the entire system that you can become a true impactor to others. And that is going to be on Thursday night. It builds on everything we talked about today. And most importantly, it outlines everything from making small impact as an individual to how a group of coordinated teams can make a huge impact together. I believe this is the most valuable training in the whole workshop. You'll walk away with so much clarity about how everything fits together and you'll see the areas that are most important for you to look after right now so if you're an awake christian wanting to wake up others this will give you the exact track to run on to become a true impactor and if you're an awake christian parent or grandparent then you'll learn the specific steps you can take right now to amplify the momentum you've already have to impact your children your grandchildren and others in your life plus you'll identify a few things which are likely holding you back. I'm even including a PDF download of the entire system on Thursday. 
so you can print this out and use it as a roadmap to become a true impactor to others. The next teaching is all about equipping you for long-term success and giving you the big picture and getting that big picture strategy as well for making the progress you're after. But for now, I'll leave you with this. Just by learning what you've covered today, you're one step closer to your ultimate goal. You want to impact others and your children, maybe your grandchildren if you have them, with the truth about this world and about knowing God. And you and I both know it's so much more than that because it means you'll have helped change the culture of your country and see the results of your loved ones respecting you and honoring the country and honoring our God. And that's what this really is, what it really means and what it, why it really, really matters. So take what you've learned here today and start putting it into practice. Again, bonding, understanding the personality type, and using that personality type to bond and bond and bond more. Um, you may have the tendency to want to put everything off to the perfect time for applying it. The key is to get moving. You'll want to take these steps right now. Um, again, if it's what you want to be as an impactor, I think you'll really see that. So next up, I'll share the system which will help you impact others and your children about the truth of the world, about the truth about God, and I'm tired of just knowing what a difference this will make in your life. I can't wait to see you in the next training session. That will be Thursday night. We'll do a webinar as well on Friday night, most likely, and then uh, launch the whole course for those of you that want to go deeper with me on it next week. It's going to be quite exciting. All right. Hey, with that, let me flip back over to my regular view, and I want to go over a few other things before we get into praise and prayer. Um, I'm going to take this back down to here and come back to a little bit more news as well. Um, get to a Julie Green prophecy. I think that's important. Um, here's a study shows mothers of boys with gender issues are mental. Um, the abstract of a scientific study published in 1991 has been making the rounds on social media and has shock, and it is shocking on two levels. The first wave of shock, although not a surprise, comes at you from a study discovered the mothers of gender dysphoric boys tend to suffer from the host of mental illness of their own. The study, Mothers of Boys with Gender Identity Disorder, a comparison of matched controls was performed by researchers in San Martinez and Susan Coitz, both of whom are PhDs in abstract details. They're predictable but sad nonetheless findings. You can go dig into that. And uh, it just goes on for quite a while, but I just think that uh, it's, it's, kind of, it's kind of something that we probably know. Um, New York Times jumps on the bandwagon. Concerns about Biden's age are legitimate. So they're throwing Biden under the bus right now is what, what I believe is, is actually happening. Okay, I do want to get into, um, nah, we're, we're a little later than the one on to be, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and, and, um, and, and go forward with uh, a Julie Green prophetic word because I think it's really important. The time has come for the wake up. And after this, we'll go in and debut our new song, brand new song on praise and prayer. I think you enjoy we're going to just lift up the Lord and praise Him, get, hear praise reports, etc. But let's, let's uh, listen to Julie's words as we go into praise and prayer. This is called, The Time Has Come for the Wake Up Call. I gave a word to my son, Oral Roberts, many years ago. I gave him a word. It was called, The Wake Up Call. It is now time for the wake up call to manifest. Yes, this will quake along with a shake. A shake that will awaken fully my children, 
Foley, my church, and my remnant. It will separate the wheat from the chaff. It will separate the ones who are lukewarm and refuse to repent and refuse to listen. My children, awake, for it's no longer time to be asleep. My church was asleep for far too long. And when my church was asleep, my body, yes, was asleep. Evil was running rampant at all throughout the world. That's why you were seeing this earth travail. That's why you were seeing all of these things becoming abnormal and the biblical proportions. And people are asking, why, Lord? And my answer is to wake you up, to wake you up, to shake up, to shake it off. That complacency, that laziness, the weak and whippiness of my body. My body was never meant to be weak because I'm not weak. I am strong. My body is strong because I am strong. It is time for my body to align with the head. It is time for an alignment. An alignment, yes, a great alignment, a great shift. This is really key here, guys. Remember, Jesus Christ is the head. So it's time for my body to align with the head. He's strong. He's wanting us to wake up and become that strength, the strong body that we should be. I've told you I would send the people with this wake-up call. The people will run. They will run and they will even push doors open that were closed, that were locked. They will push them. They will push them open because of desperation, because of hunger to hear my words, the hunger to see the manifestation of my glory that I have promised. Glory! Yes, I did. But this wake-up call will not only shake and align the church with the head, which is me, but it'll shake the earth to me. There's a healing going on. There's a birth that's about to take place. Yes, a birth, a great birth, a birth of the nations, a birth of my children into who they were always meant to be. This great awakening will align my nations together. Yes, corporately, yes. Oh, the world will shake. The world's about to shake because they know that I'm not dead. My church will know that I'm not dead. Some of them wouldn't allow, allow me in. And the ones that didn't allow me into their churches, the ones that just wanted to tickle the ears of their people, they'll be desperate to get into these stadiums. Woo, that's interesting. That these people that were not doing their jobs as part of the church pastors, they're going to see these huge desire for the Lord and people running to stadiums to hear about it and they're not going to be part of it and they're going to be desperate to get into the stadiums yes they'll be desperate for this glory they'll be crying out Lord why are we not part of that why are we not part of that glory why Lord just like the ones who didn't take part in the promised land I've been warning I have sent many prophetic words throughout this land and many prophetic words throughout this world and some didn't heed my warnings and listen and obey my words my children it's time for the wake-up call and as i gave my son i'm saying this again i gave my son it shook him when i gave him this word talking about oral roberts why because the earth is about to shake the earth is about to shake the sound that will go forth will break the power of the enemy over my earth, over my children, over my nations. Yes, you'll hear a sound. 
a sound like no other sound, a sound, a mighty sound, like the one that my children heard, the sound like a rushing mighty wind. My children, that was nothing compared to what I'm going about to do. The sound you will know, you will hear, you will see it. You will see the shaking with your eyes. You will feel the shaking in your hearts. So get ready to call in and call forth this wake up call. Call in, call forth. It's time to wake up, get up, stand up and receive what I, the Lord, have done. Receive because the world needs you. They need the children of the Most High God in this hour, saith the Lord, your Redeemer. Woo! Powerful stuff, is it not? With that, we're going to move into really praising the Lord with praise and prayer. We're going to start with uh, some songs here. I'm going to change my background again here. Um, love to have these crosses. It just reminded me the Lord that we love. Here's some, bless this Lord, O my soul. I worship your holy name, right? This is Psalm 103. It says, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all is with me. Bless his holy name. A verse, another verse we emphasize there is, you are rich in love and slow to anger. The Lord is slow to anger and great in power. Nahum 1.3. Your name is great. There is none like you, O Lord. You are great and your name is great in might. Jeremiah 10.6. And you can sing like never before, O oh my soul, worship his holy name. In Psalm 34 says, Sing praises to the Lord, O you saints, and give thanks to his holy name. After this song, we're going to get into the brand new song, Worthy of It All. It says that I'll see if Gus can read the words um, and just, just enjoy a brand new music worship video. We're going to be, be just spending time in that. But right now, Let's worship to bless the Lord, oh my soul. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, oh my soul. Worship His holy name. Sing like never before, oh my soul. I worship Your Slow to anger 
is perfect says uh, backstagers as well as a rumble that's good let me know how it's doing on Facebook good gosh this is our new song our debut of our new song would you mind reading the scriptures certainly certainly can you hear me all right yes all right 
first line we're looking at here is all the saints and angels they bow before your throne all the elders cast down their crowns before the lamb of god and sing the four and twenty elders fall down before him that sat on the throne and worship him that lives forever and ever and cast their crowns before the throne revelations 4:10. the second line we want to highlight is for from you are all things and to you are all things you are worthy O lord to receive glory and honor and power for you have created all things and for your pleasure they are all and were created they are and were created and the third line we want to highlight is day and night night and day let incense arise for from the rising of the sun even to its setting my name will be great among the nations and in every place incense is going to be offered to my name malachi 1 verse 11. And that's happening right now mm -hmm. more and more people are praising this name hallelujah hallelujah the debut of our brand new music worship video worthy of it all all the saints and angels they bow before your throne all the elders cast their crowns before the lamb of god and sing you
Wow, what do you think? What do you think of the uh, new song? <laughs> that was pretty awesome. I love that. Powerful. Mm -hmm. Powerful. Nice. Ain't the first time this week I've heard it. <laughs> the Bible, I heard the same song. Yeah. And, uh, that's... It was powerful. Thank you for your prayers. It was wow. Mm -hmm. <laughs> wow. I mean, I say, um, wow. Because wow. the first night, they people came up, they prayed, and people out like that. I was. You were at the. You were doing good. I went up line, and Julie. I was watching, and also, she like that. Out, out. <laughs> You're talking about. I didn't care. I was, I was no, God had me. I didn't care. I didn't put no painting back. Nothing. Wow. So, so she's talking about the night. Exodus. The Exodus. There was a three-night deal with yes. uh, Timothy Dixon and, and Julie Green. And go ahead. He, yes, he also had a lot of trouble on Rumble. Um, so I went to watch it that night. I don't, I ain't remember some of the stuff that I was, I was still coming through. Mm -hmm. So only time was the 22nd oh, time the Rumble's on there. Yeah. 23rd. I don't know what's going on. The Rumble messed up. Since those three days, the 22nd was when I can watch. Yeah. Anyways, I'm still... Still soaking in the spirit. You're still soaking in the Holy Spirit, right? <laughs> well, but yes, but I still am. That's awesome. I don't, I'm still trying to recover. Right. And you know what, what's interesting about that? So, I heard uh, that over the weekend, and yeah. I'm still trying still trying to come back from it. <laughs> yeah. I watched it live on the 22nd, but I think it's the only one that really went well on uh, Rumble, the 21st and 23rd. Still, it's not available. He live three days. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and I tried to post it on there for everybody for last night. No, no. Oh, yeah, this is 24. Oh, okay. Yeah, I tried to post it and some reason, a lot of troubles. Yeah, well, you can see the joy of the Lord still on your face. That's I, I love it. Uh, I, <laughs> I love it, Linda. I'm glad. I love it. So that, so that was our brand new uh, video, uh, worship video. Um, called um, Worthy of the Lord. How how beautiful is that? So that's what our videographer does. We take so if you have a favorite song that you can just worship to and worship to over and over and over again, let us know what it is. As long as it has uh, lyrics that tie back to Scripture deeply, uh, that's what we do. Is we um, make sure at the bottom of the screen you'll see the Scripture always attaching it to it. We're about ready to get in some praise requests. We already kind of got a, got one from. Uh, from Linda, as far as uh, being at the the Exodus 2023 with Timothy Dixon, Julie Green, and others, um, I did watch the 22nd, the one, the only one that was available, the 22nd. It was the 21st to the 23rd, but it was beautiful. Um, but we're going to continue just to worship here, and after this song, we're going to get into some praise reports that you have. So, just so let us know on Facebook or Rumble or backstage if what what's God doing in your life? What, what what's what's happening? So Di, if you're available, if you wouldn't mind singing, I mean, just, just uh, reading these scriptures that tie back to the song about our Lord and Savior and how he is mighty to save. You're, 
You're still muted, uh, die. Not sure if it's just not working. There it goes. My God is mighty to save. The Lord your God is in your midst. A mighty one who will save. Ephemiah 317a. Mm -hmm. He rose and conquered the grave. Christ died for our sins in accordance with the scriptures. That he was buried, that he was raised on the third day, and that he appeared to Cephas. Then to the twelve, then he appeared to more than 500 brothers at one time, most of whom are still alive. 1 Corinthians 15 verses 3 through 6. Ooh. Shine your light and let the whole world see. You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. Let your light shine before others. Matthew 5 verses 14 through 16. Beautiful. That's what we're going to do right now is worship to beautiful song about mighty to save. Let us know your worship, your, your praise reports. What are you thankful for? Well, everyone needs compassion, a love that's never failing. Let mercy fall on me. Kindness of the Savior, the hope of nations. Savior, He can move the mountains. My God is mighty to save. He is mighty to save. Heroes and conquered the grave. 
beautiful song. We are uh, looking for some praise reports now. We're just talking about what God is doing in your life. You can come backstage, by the way, and tell your own story if you'd like. Or just be part of just worshiping with us. Um, you just, it's free now. The pay forward model. There are a bunch of people paying forward so you can be back here for free. Just go to blessedteach.com, blessed with the number two teach.com. Hit the backstage tab or just blessedteach.com slash backstage will work as well. We'd love to have you back here as part of this ministry. Again, we'll be having uh, two beautiful guests on that you can do Q&A with Tuesday and Wednesdays. And then Wednesday nights, we have Bible study with Gus as well. And then all these different things that happen Tuesday, uh, I'm sorry, Monday and Thursday, as you know, praise and prayer that we're doing now. And then Friday and Sunday, Word and Worship, where we use these beautiful worship videos going, going forward. Um, I think, I, I, see, I see one person said, hey, I love the goodness of God, Adana from Facebook, and that's on our list. So we should have that hopefully in the next few weeks. Another, uh, uh, We're hoping to get six or seven more brand new worship videos with lyrics and attached scripture. Um, how beautiful that. If you have any favorite scriptures attached to goodness of God, let us know. We'll try to get that in as well. If you have a favorite worship song that you worship over and over again, let us know. We'd love to to, to I didn't get to catch everything today with the teaching, but uh, I definitely got to download that because that's an answer to uh, a prayer. Uh, one of my uh, brothers in Christ has been trying to evangelize and having uh, issues, and that would help him out a lot. All right. What what are you talking about the song the song or what are you talking about, Dave? Or... No, I'm talking about how you was uh, coming in at the end of the. Uh, Oh, the teaching, the training. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I'm excited about that. I'm excited about the helping people just really get better at uh, impacting their friends and family for the kingdom, right? And also just uh, making sure we become more united as we go. So that'll be beautiful. Um, but uh, Charlotte, you had, a, you had a praise report. Go ahead. So anyway, I got a call from an old friend the other day. And unfortunately, his cousin died, so a friend took him to a bar that my son goes to. Mm -hmm. And he met my son and my daughter. And you know how God says he's going to send laborers into the harvest. And this gentleman happens to be a Christian. He used to come to my house church. And he met my son, and my son, he said, my son hugged him so many times. Because my son is still grieving the loss of my husband, which has been two years, mm -hmm. close to two years now. So he really, because they never met each other. And to me, that was a sign that God still has his heart, that he cared about the stranger, that he hugged him. He said he hugged me so many times. And you know, most men don't hug. And my son's like 41. In the bar, right? During karaoke. So I to me I took that as a sign that God's sending labors to my children. Woo! Beautiful. I love that. Well, he loves us and uh it's fun. Sometimes our role is just to plant seeds and love them and bond with them like we were talking about, right? <laughs> Making sure you keep that bond with your kids, um, despite even if they're running away, they're prodigals. Keep on praying for him, and God will do what happened to Charlotte. She's gonna stay, she'll send others to it. I just love that, Charlotte. Thank you so much. I see um, 
Linda has another praise report up there. I know she's just flowing in yes, the spirit. Um, Go I ahead. I remember something. Um, during the revival, so I just remember God told me breakthrough. They also told me it's. I never. I just read some. It's time. Awesome. This is when I was worshiping God. Breakthrough. It's time. Mm-hmm. I There's more it. He told me, but I don't. I don't remember all of it. That's awesome. That's awesome. So Linda, Linda's uh, again three days at the Exodus 2023 yeah. uh, breakthrough. Yeah, remember, um, Go ahead. The third night with the video they didn't show. She, Julie did an altar call. A lot of people went up. Mm-hmm. I went up because I've had lower back problems with healing. I did not know my husband, my son, were coming up behind me. Awesome. <laughs> I got the people behind me. I like. I felt someone behind me, and, I, and she kept talking and talking. People kept answering, and what she said, like, I heard some, a familiar voice. And I kept hearing, like, oh, that's what I thought it was. And I turned around, couldn't turn around because I had the bright light in where I was standing. Really bright light. I didn't want to get blinded. <laughs> I get, I get, so that my left eye could see it. I, I say four facing Julie. That's awesome. So that... I did. So I had a feeling God had, um, had my husband come up and my son come up. The ones he said was that were um, prodigal sons. That's awesome. So what what's so There's cool about that? Here. Okay. Huh? No, it's just so cool that your uh, husband and son. We're, we're also going to the altar, Carl. That is really impactful. You've been praying for I them. Hope that, I hope they repented because hmm. Tanya said that prodigals, when they come back, it'll be tough. Like, that's one thing I did not hear um, last, last night. Or I remember Tanya saying that too. Night. Tanya Joy, who's a... Yes, she was there. There's be- Beauty for Ashes, and, beautiful person. I interviewed her yes. one time in Nashville. Yeah. Also from Illinois. Yeah. Anyways, she said, Prodigal to coming back, and she mourned it'd be rough. Like, thank you for letting me know, God. Just had like, this case, um, there's a little roughness here. Thank you for letting me know. That really helped. That is awesome. I'm just resetting my microphone. I'm just resetting my microphone because somebody said it wasn't working real well backstage. So let me know how sound is on Facebook and Rumble. It's looking really good. Appreciate you, uh, both Charlotte and for and Linda. Anybody else have a praise report? Uh, you can do it after the next song, or you can do it right now. I put my hand up. Go, go ahead, Terry. Okay, can you hear me? Yes. Okay, I had to switch microphones. Um, I'm just absolutely so amazed at how God is raising me. (laughs) I feel like I was a little bitty kid when I started this journey with y'all and listening to um, Julie Green, who says you mature in your faith. And so last week I went to get my hair cut and this is a lady who has cut my hair for 15, 16 years, right? So we know each other. And she was telling me she grew up as a Catholic in Vietnam. 
And she said that she had gone to, one of her friends was baptized at Gateway Church, which is a huge non-denominational church, right? Mm -hmm. And she said that she was shocked. She said, because they took her and they dunked her in a pool of water. And that's not how they do it in, in Catholicism. And she said, and then proceeded to pray over her. <laughs> so the authority to pray over her, it should be a priest or a deacon or a pastor and a, and a deacon. And I just kind of listened to her and I smiled and I said, well, you know, I said, when Jesus was baptized, he was baptized in the water like that. He was dunked in the water. John the baptizer, that's how he baptized everybody. And I said, she said, well, you're Lutheran. I said, well, not really anymore. Mm -hmm. I said, I have really matured. And she said, well, tell me what changed for you. And I said, the Bible. <laughs> I said, I go Amen. by God's word. Mm -hmm. What is said in the Bible is what I believe and I know is true. And she kind of just sat back and she said, well, so what do you think about this guy praying over her? And I said, we're supposed to do that. It's in the Bible. You have more power than you're giving yourself credit for. I would never have been able to say that, Rick, no. ever, <laughs> ever, before I started this journey. And so it just brings tears to my eyes, and but joy to my heart. Because I feel like God has opened up my heart. He's opened up my eyes. He's given me the ability to speak the truth. Mm -hmm. Instead of just sitting there and holding it like Lutheran that I used to be, mm -hmm. where I held it very close inside, never said anything. You just listened to what the pastor said and you took it at face value. Not anymore. That dam has broken. Awesome. So that's my praise report. Uh, I, and it, it ties in with all of you here at Backstage um, and with your ministry, Rick. Um, I have such joy in my heart mm -hmm. because of it. Mm -hmm. You know, I feel like it's it's just overflowing that I have to speak. Mm -hmm. There's no way that I can keep it to myself anymore. So thank you. Thank you, Lord, for bringing me to all of this. You guys are it. awesome. Thank uh, you. Thank you so much, Terry, for sharing. And Charlotte saying, um, the righteous are as bold as a lion. <laughs> And Chris is saying, that's awesome, Terry. Great testimony, Terry, says Katie. Uh, I got a river of life flowing out of me, says Charlotte. <laughs> uh, yeah. I love it, guys. Thank you so much. And so share anything you have on Rumble Rants as well as on um, Facebook as well. We'd love for you guys to participate in this. We're going to get to praying for you next. So if you have any prayer requests, these awesome prayer words backstage will lift you up. And that's a good segue what Terry just talked about to this next song. And Terry, I don't know if you can, if you want to read this, because it kind of, it goes, it's just, it's just, what's the most important thing? You were talking about the Bible. Well, what's that talking about? It's talking about Jesus and it's nothing else. If you can read Terry, not, not, uh, I know Di can do it if you can't do it, but uh, um, this is, this is. Well, this uh, is my favorite song anyway. <laughs> this is it. Um, let's see. There's. I just want you, nothing else, Jesus, nothing else will do. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. We love him because he first loved us. 
1 John 4, 18 through 19. Then Jesus said, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up the cross and follow me. Matthew 16, 24. The second verse that we're going to talk about is, I'm caught up in your presence. I just want to sit here at your feet. Amen. All his saints are in your hand. They sit down at your feet. Deuteronomy 33, 3. Rejoice in Christ Jesus and have no confidence in the flesh. Philippians 3, 3. Jesus, you don't owe me anything. I just want you. For all have sinned and all have fallen short of the glory of God. Romans 3.23 You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul and with all your strength. Deuteronomy 6.5 Awesome. So we're looking for your prayer requests. These awesome prayer words will be praying for you. But in the meantime, we're going to be just focusing on nothing else but Jesus. Nothing else will do. I'm caught up in your presence I just want to sit here at your feet I'm caught up in this holy moment I never want to blessings Jesus you don't owe me anything more than anything that you can do I just want you I'm sorry when I've just gone through the motions, I'm sorry When I just sang another song Take me back to where we started I open up my heart to you I'm sorry when I've come with my agenda, I'm sorry When I forgot you're enough Take me back to where we started I open up my heart I'm caught up in your presence
my favorites so beautiful Annette if you wouldn't mind reading this thing about everlasting God this is one of her favorite songs yes um, you are my everlasting God but the Lord is the true God the living God everlasting King Jeremiah 10 10 the Lord reigns forever and ever exodus uh, 15 18 strength will rise as we wait upon the lord <laughs> 
to be strengthened with power through his spirit in your inner being, Ephesians 3:60. Being strengthened with all power according to his glorious might for all endurance and patience with joy, Colossians 1:11. Our hope, our strong deliverer, and comforter in need. Trust in the Lord forever, for the Lord God is an everlasting rock. Isaiah 26, 4. He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. Psalm 147, 3. I have loved you with an everlasting love. Jeremiah 31.3 Thank you. Get your prayer requests in. We're going to lift you up. These powerful prayer warriors.
think we'll go to one more song, Die, if you wouldn't mind reading this one on Rattle. We need prayer requests. Come on, this is the power of the Lord's here now, the presence of the Lord's here now. Get your prayer requests in. Go ahead, Die. This is the sound of dry bones rattling. And as I prophesied, there was a sound, and behold, a rattling, and the bones came together, bone to its bone. Ezekiel 37, 7b. Praise make a dead man walk again. Open the grave, I'm coming out. I'm going to live again. The man who had died came out. Jesus said to them, Unbind him and let him go. John mm -hmm. eleven forty four. Resurrection power. There is another miracle here in this room. As they were talking about these things, Jesus himself stood among them and said to them, Peace to you. Luke 24:36. Pentecostal fire, stirring something new. You're not going to run out of miracles anytime soon. Woo. When the day of Pentecost arrived, suddenly there came from heaven a sound like a mighty rushing wind and divided tongues as a fire rested on each of them. Acts 2, 1 through 3. Get your prayer requests in. Pentecostal fire is here. Resurrection power is here. Sing the rattle. Saturday was silent. Surely it was through. But since when has impossible ever stopped you? Friday's disappointment. It's Sunday's empty tomb. Since when has impossible ever stopped you? This is the sound of dry bones rattling. This is the praise make a dead man walk again. Open the grave, I'm coming out.
live. Rise, bones, dry, dry bones. Hear the word of the Lord, says Linda, Laura on Facebook. <laughs> we have several uh, praise requests that we're going to get to now, so please uh, make sure we get those documented. So I was going to ask people that uh, wanted to pray, keep your keep your camera on, and. Um, if you don't, you can keep your camera on and tell me you don't want to pray. But I know we have a lot of prayer warriors out there. So just posting a couple other things from Facebook. So we got uh, Laura, Jennifer, Linda, and Adona all with prayer requests from Facebook that we want to get to. We don't have any on Rumble Rants. Come on, there's like 250 people there. I'm sure you guys had some prayer, prayer requests. Now what can these prayer warriors pray for? So I'll just kind of start with... Um, the bottom here, I'm going to talk with Linda. Do you want to lift up uh, this very first one, which is Laura. Let's get these Facebook ones. It says, pray for the children and grandchildren to have their hearts and minds know the truth. So would you pray for Laura's grandchildren and children? Linda? I see you, Linda, on B. I don't, where's Laura? Yeah, that's okay. I already, I already just read it to you. It's, it's, it's just pray for Laura's children and grandchildren to know the, the, their truth, to have their hearts and minds know the truth. Does that make sense? If I just ain't know what Laura's prayer request is, our family, children, please help her. I command that this is done by power blood of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name, pray. Help her stay strong. In Jesus, my name, pray. Amen. 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 Thank you so much. Um, we just pray in the mighty name of Jesus for your children and grandchildren, Laura. Thank you, Linda, too, for just lifting these things up. She's a, she is a intercessor, a prayer warrior. I love it. Um, the next, and so I was going to have Gus do this next one, and then we'll move to Chris. So Gus Jennifer is saying, please pray for healing. Of capital uh, of carpal tunnel neuropathy inflammation and osteoarthritis. <clears throat> Thank you. So Jennifer is praying for those things. Jennifer, Jennifer, Abba Father, we want to pray for Jennifer. We want to pray for complete and total restoration to her carpal tunnel, Lord. Carpal tunnel is just a name. Medical cartel is giving to things. Obviously, there's some issues with her, her veins and muscles and tendons in her wrist lord but you're the word of god from the beginning that created all things now, everything created was created by you and nothing that was created was created without you so surely lord you can fix and mend anything lord and i just ask my brothers and sisters back here to come in agreement with me on this because you say where two or more agree on anything you will grant it lord so we pray for complete healing and restoration for the glory of God the Father through the Son, Lord. And that's your word. We're calling your word into remembrance to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Awesome. Praying for healing for Jennifer. Thank you so much, Gus. Beautiful. Um, then we have Linda. If you wouldn't mind doing this, Chris. Um, Lin Linda saying, oops. I was going to get to pray. I'm sorry. This is Linda Beecham from pray, pray, from uh, Rumble. Please pray for my friend. She thinks nothing is going to happen. 
She says <laughs> that they're going to happen, but it doesn't, and it's a big letdown. So <laughs> doesn't say his friend's friend's name, but Linda's friend. Chris, can you do that one? That um, I, I think you're muted. There you go. Sorry, I wasn't sure if you said my name or not. Okay. <laughs> thank you. Absolutely. Father, I just thank you, Lord, for today, and thank you for everything that you do in all of our lives. Lord, I ask that you would be with Linda's friend um, and be with all of us as it does take longer for things to happen and we, we live in a microwave society, Lord, and we expect everything to be as fast as the drive through at McDonald's. <laughs> and that's not your timing. Father, we just ask that you would give us all the ability to withstand the waiting and the learning of patience. We just, we just got muted on accident there. Better? Uh, yep, gotcha. Uh, okay. Just lost about 20 seconds or 10 seconds. <laughs> okay. So, Lord, um, we just ask that the people um, that believe that something is going to happen and doesn't happen in the timing that they think, Lord, we just ask that you would give them grace, that you would give them peace. Lord, and that you would give them an understanding that this is in your timing, it's not in our timing. Lord, and that there are things that need to happen that are just things that have a process that have to go through. And that when it is your timing, we are all going to see everything that has been going on and your perfect will will be done in everything. Father, we just ask that you would give them grace. You would give Linda's friend grace to know and just have confidence that you are in control of everything that's going on and we thank you and praise you jesus in your name i pray amen amen and so um charlotte if you wouldn't mind lifting up i think linda uh, uh, die had a prayer up here i don't know if you can see that up. Die. yeah pray for her grandson, for her grandson. Casey. Okay. yeah yeah father god we lift up Di's grandson to you lord god and we know how children like to run amok, but it's not them, it's the enemy just confusing them. So we come against the enemy in the name of Jesus, and we command you to desist in your maneuvers against her grandson. And Father, we ask the holy angels to come to assist and to bring laborers to this harvest, that he will know and understand that God loves him. Even as that man went and hugged, my son hugged him. <laughs> that you will send someone to love this boy into the kingdom. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. That's precious. That's precious. Um, uh, Dave, if you wouldn't mind lifting up uh, Linda uh, backstage, she says, keep praying for my family. When we came back home, talked from the Exodus 2023, they started praying, uh, playing the bad games. So they played a bunch of video games. So keep praying for them and my daughter and a and set of twin sons. Keep praying. So Linda's Linda's backstage is asking for that. Would you mind lifting that up, Dave? 
Yeah, I'll do it. I'm trying to figure out exactly what uh, bad game is if she's referring to like Ouija or something like that. So I um, know exactly how to do the prayer. Wizard One One or online games God doesn't like the people playing magical games. Okay, thank you. Mm-hmm. Hey, Father. Your word tells us that we should only worship you. Unfortunately, with this corrupt world, the children are very easily misconstrued and directed the wrong way. So I am praying for Linda's family. Her son was involved with playing some of the games that you would find offensive. So I asked, Lord, that you put in his heart why he shouldn't play this. Have him feel the peace and comfort of you and the disgust of wanting to play those games. We know it's all in your time. He would lend and help calm her during this time. You know, she's a God-fearing woman, but still, we, we all need help, Lord. Even though we are a Christian, we have our faults. So I ask that you be with the family and uh, bring them peace. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. I may have missed this. this thank you so much, Dave. Uh, so, Annette, if you wouldn't mind praying for um, Adonna. Adonna says, please pray for my friend Shane. May God restore her failing health. So Shane's failing health, the female. Okay, Shane. Yes. Okay. Um, Father... God in Jesus name we are here because of you father and because of Jesus that has brought us here with his blood that he shed for all of us and we are here also to lift up these people and now this um, shed was that his name Shane 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 Mm -hmm. And the family that needs, I'm sorry, what do they need, the family? Oh, Shane, just, uh, just praying for Shane's health, failing health. She Fam- Okay, yeah. Shane's um, health. Yes. Father God, we lift up this Shane to you, and we ask you that you will restore his health. Because Jesus is the one who heals our bodies. So we thank you that you will restore everything that is not what it should be in his body. And uh, thank you, Jesus, that you have made it all possible for us to be healed. Yes, Lord. In your name we pray, Jesus. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, Annette. And then Terry, if you won't mind lifting up the last one that just came in on Rumble Rants. Um, P. Baldwin is asking, salvation for my son Jacob and praise, prayers for the right job. Jacob is being interviewed tomorrow for an accounting position. So Jacob's uh, salvation and his job. Our Heavenly Father, we are so thankful to be gathered here with everyone tonight and in the presence of your Holy Spirit. We just ask that you will um, bless Jacob 
help him secure a job that you see fit for him, um, be it your will, so there's a good fit for him. We also want to um, lift him up and um, ask for his salvation. Um, wrap your arms around him, Lord. Um, there's so many people hurting people right now that don't know where to turn. So please let your presence be known to him. Lay it on his heart so that he knows that you are with him, that he can find that peace and that comfort, and that he knows that he can be saved, and that his family will know that his salvation is handled through the shed blood of Jesus Christ, through all the sacrifices that he took to the cross because of our sinful nature. Lord, please help this family and please let them know, let Jacob know, help him to go in the direction that you need him to go. Guide him, send your angels. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. Thank you. With that, we're going to go into another song. And if you have another prayer request, let us know. We can get it in before here. We're going to go a little bit long since I started a little bit late. So this is Holy is the Lord. Um, beautiful song that just ties to Scripture. It's a, all these songs we, we pick are tied to Scripture. So we're going to emphasize three verses in this beautiful song. Holy is the Lord God Almighty. The earth is filled with His glory. And Isaiah 6, 3b says, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is filled, or it's full of His glory. And Revelation 4, 8 says, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. The second verse talks about, For the joy of the Lord is our strength. How great, how awesome is he. Nehemiah 8.10 says, And do not be grieved, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. And Psalm 47.2 says, For the Lord Most High is awesome. He is a great king over all the earth. And the third verse of this song that we're emphasizing says, And together we sing, everyone sing. The Bible talks about this all over the place in one, several places. In Psalm 96 it says, Oh, sing to the Lord a new song. Sing the Lord all the earth. Sing to the Lord all the earth. And then Ephesians 5.19 says, Addressing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody to the Lord with your heart. Let's do that right now. Let's say hallelujah. Singing and melody with the song in the heart. We stand and lift up our hands For the joy of the Lord is our strength We bow down and worship Him now How great, how awesome is He And together we
All right. Um, I don't think we have any other prayer requests. I guess we kind of have one here. Um, maybe Charlotte, if you wouldn't mind lifting it up one more time. This is just somebody that's saying, uh, the globalists and the New World Order are putting the COVID vax in your food. So maybe just a prayer against the globalists in general, especially what they're trying to do against our health. Would you mind lifting that up, Charlotte? Oh, no, I don't. <laughs> Father God, we just thank you, Lord God, that you got this covered already, Lord. They think they're winning, Lord, but you already have the strategy. And you said that you sit in heaven and you laugh. Mm -hmm. You laugh at them because they think they're winning. And Father, for those who are living under your wings, Lord God, they will not be harmed. We thank you, Lord, that your word has great and many promises that are all yes and amen in Christ Jesus. Come and be covered by the blood of the Lamb. Come lay down and surrender to his love that you may be protected by him who is the only one that is mighty to save. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Amen. Hey, Dave, I didn't know if you wanted to read one more, but I was just going to end with one last song. Sure. Okay, that that is going to be Raise a Hallelujah. Oh, excellent one. <laughs> we raise a hallelujah. Hallelujah. Meaning a joyous praise in a song. And Jah refers to Yah, God. Put together, we joyfully praise God in song. Oh, come in, let us sing to the Lord. Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. Psalm 95, 1. Verse number, number 2. In the presence of our enemies. In Psalms 23, 5. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Number 3. Our weapon is a melody. In 2 Chronicles 20, verse 21 to 23, he appointed those who were to sing to the Lord and praise him in the holy altar as they went before the army. And when they began to sing and praise, the Lord set an ambush against the men who had come against Judah so that they were routed. They all helped to destroy one another. And that's what I see happening right now at the Cabal. <laughs> Amen. And number four, heaven comes to fight for me. In Deuteronomy 3.22, you shall not fear them, for it is the Lord, your God, who fights for you. Amen. Amen. Let's worship to raise a hallelujah. I raise a hallelujah in the presence of my enemies. I raise a hallelujah louder than the Hallelujah, my weapon is a melody, 
Wow. All right, we're going to wrap her up for tonight and just uh, say thank you so much for being here. Hear those awesome praise reports and then be able to just uh, pray for those that are out there. We just uh, really are privileged to do that. Um, if you have, again, a favorite song that you just worship to all the time, we want to hear about it. And we will uh, look to create a video and put lyrics around it and attach scripture to it. Um, we just love doing this as part of the ministry. Um, you can join backstage. Again, just go to blessedteach.com. Bless with the number two teach.com. Hit the backstage tab. Or just go to blessedteach.com slash backstage. That's real key. Remember, for the teaching that we had, we had a free gift that was blessedteach.com slash bond. We really want to empower you to impact and bond with the friends and family around you and so that they will um, actually come to you and trust you when all this uh, hits. It's going to be amazing shaking like never before. Um, we love you guys. Thank you, Shuri and Laura and Jennifer. I see backstage. I, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm on uh, Facebook, very active, and many other people on Rumble Ranch. We really appreciate you all. Uh, again, come and join us backstage. I think you'll really enjoy it. It's free now because of pay forward. There's a lot of people paying forward so that you can come on free. Uh, it's just blessedteach.com slash backstage. With that, we're going to wrap her up and say thank you for the backstagers who wouldn't mind unmuting and just saying goodbye. See ya. Hi, everyone. Yeah, bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye, everyone. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. All right. See you tomorrow night. We have a guest, beautiful guest the next two nights, and then Thursday night, join us for praise and prayer again. God bless you all. Talk to you soon. Yep. Bye. Bye.